Wake up at 11.30, feeling like a bag of shit. <laughs> Not a Bo Burnham fan? Does it bother you that I don't think he's funny? Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's not that I don't Highly think he's upsetting. funny. I, no, 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 no. Let me rephrase. Let me, Highly let me, upsetting. Let me rephrase. It's not that I don't think he's funny. I just don't get a lot of his songs. Like, you played one of them for me. Problematic. No, the one you played for me was, like, about sexting. Yeah. I don't get it. It isn't sex. It's the next best thing. It's just, it's just a joke. It's making fun of it. Like, it's talking about how, like, uh, I don't know. It's like, do you like the Lonely Island or no? Like, that kind of comedy? Do I? Do you think I know what Like, I is? just had sex. Like, I'm on a boat. Stuff like that. I don't know what it... What are you saying to me right now? Back to... I'm just kidding. <laughs> you upset me. Really. You Have you heard I'm on a boat? T-Pain? No. Wow. Wow. I don't think so. Uh, threw it on the ground. Jack Sparrow? What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying random words. Oh my words. gosh, I'm naming their songs. These are all classics in my in my not my house because you know, but like from me, like I grew up listening to Lonely Island. You know, it's like Andy Samberg, Yorma Tacone, and uh, Akiva Schaefer. That's the group, the three of them, and they. Uh, He's funny. Bo Burnham makes funny TikTok group. audios, but as songs, like I don't know, they're just. It's an experience, though. It's inside. weird. Like he's not like he like when you made me watch one of his like stand up things, I thought it was gonna be like John Mulaney and it's not. No, far from it. Yeah. It's weird. <sighs> Your humor's changed since Bo Burnham. In a bad way? Yeah, I don't find you funny anymore. <laughs> you never found me funny anyway. I'm just kidding. This whole still, relationship is built on a lie. I'm just I kidding. still think you're I'm funny. Kidding. We are an unusual couple, you know. Speaking of trailers, yeah, we got we got a big ass trailer this week. Um, arguably, nah, I needed to chill. I was about to say the best trailer of the year. Nah, <laughs> it's not. You, you, I always think everything is the best when it comes out. Well, I mean, not really, and not movies, and you can't even say that. No, not movies. But, I mean, like, like I think, like, tra- like trailers. And- but I will second that because when I was about ten and eleven years old. Every time we went to the movie theater, I would come back and say that was the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> but it was like, it was pretty Did you say of, that about Age of Ultron? I Big said brother. it was better than the first at the time. It's not, no. it's still really uh, underrated MCU movie. But we went and saw Prince of Persia, you know that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Sure. And um, you should see it. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty <laughs> decent. I was like, it's the best movie I've ever seen. Then like Sorcerer's Apprentice with Jay Baruchel and Nicolas Cage, I was like, best movie I've ever seen. So there's a lot of instances where I was younger. Uh, and I would just be so pumped. I think it was just because I didn't get to go to the movie theater much. So like that excited me so much as a kid. I was like, oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just beside the point. Shang-Chi trailer. You want to talk about that now or you want to talk about Loki later? Let's talk about Shang-Chi since we're already on the topic right. of, of Shang-Chi. Before we do that, by the way, if you're new here, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Apple Podcast has been weird. So like there was a delay, but then both the episodes are up. So they're all up it's now. It's like a fun little surprise. Will it be yeah. there? Will it not be? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. It is on Spotify though. And if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating. It would help out. And of course, if you're watching the video version, hit the like button, leave yeah. a comment down below and uh, yeah. subscribe. Yeah. All that good stuff. But I was about to say all that good stuff. Really? Yeah. We wouldn't, we didn't have the moment. We've had one of those on the podcast. I, I, I know I, a lot of times it's something I'm thinking and then you say it. So it doesn't uh, always happen out loud. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Shang-Chi. I thought it was great. I've, I've been excited for Shang-Chi since the teaser. I think you were not as excited as I was after the teaser. I was still excited, but I was like, this is probably going to be like middle of the road MCU. Yeah. Now it has potential to crack the top 10. I always thought it had potential. 
Simu, if you're listening to this, I always believed in you. Never doubted you for a second. I guess I was a hater. Sorry. Love you, Simu. <laughs> um, but yeah, when it comes to the trailer, we need a reaction, and that video is doing crazy good. That's always like That's I was uh, trailer reactions when from the moment they drop to the moment it's up on YouTube. Um, it's the biggest adrenaline rush you'll ever have, or at least for me. It's like I'm in such a panic to get this video up as fast as I can because I know that I'm on a time crunch. And uh, once it's up, it's like I imagine that's what it feels like to be like high on like meth or something weird like that. I don't do meth, but I imagine that <laughs> I don't do okay. I don't do alcohol either. All right. Um, <laughs> we're keeping this in. I, I'll, how about, um, you know, the scene in the Wolf of Wall Street where they smoke crack? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's what I feel. I feel like on top of the world. Interesting. Bad metaphor. Interesting. Not a big metaphor guy. I'm not a low key. But um, interesting. The trailer. Um, the trailer yeah. was really good. Um, we barely really heard Simu talk, but we saw him in his outfit. Yeah, and his and he facing was like, off. He Ooh. was like, "Is this what you wanted?" That's my favorite shot from the trailer. But that and the shot at the end where him and his dad are fighting with the rings, and half of them's blue, half of them's yellow. That's a good shot. The visuals were stunning in this trailer. Yeah, there's lots of um. There's a shot that gives me very much um, Avatar, The Last Airbender vibes. Big time water bending. The the whole like battle with like that lion gives me yeah. Nar- Narnia vibes. Narnia and even like Game of Thrones or like a uh, Seven Samurai type vibes. I get more Narnia so than many. Game of Thrones because Fair. it's not as dark. Fair. Game of Thrones, yeah. A little darker. Both um, literally and like. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm digging the trailer. I think that it, at the time I was like, okay, I think Shang-Chi is going to be the worst MCU movie of the year. No way, really? I thought that at the beginning of the year. But I haven't seen Black Widow yet still. And also, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Hot take. Hot take. I know everyone's extremely excited for No Way Home. I am extremely excited for No Way Home. But regardless of Toby and Andrew being in that movie, Mm -hmm. let's say they are in the movie. Let's say they're only in the movie for like the last like 10, 20 minutes. Okay. But regardless of that, historically... Spider-Man movies suck at handling multiple villains. It's never once been done right. Spider-Man 2. No. No, wait. Which one's the worst Spider-Man movie? The Oh, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, 3 is yeah. the one with the most Sandman, of them. Goblin, and um, uh, Venom. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We almost had it in Far From Home. First, first, a little bit of it. They almost got carried away with Elementals and Mysterio. Yeah, and Spider-Verse doesn't count because animated, they have a lot. They matter. have an easier leeway to do that. Yeah. So historically, are you checking to see if you're in frame? Yeah. Do you just, think I would let you not be in frame? You're right. Anyways, <laughs> historically, Spider-Man movies are not good at handling multiple villains. So even if they're bringing, I know they're bringing back Electro. We know they're bringing back Doc Ock. Confirmed. And de-aging technology is being used. Literally, Melina said If the they bring movie. back um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Do you know that's from? No. It's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where oh, okay. they're at like a party and I think it's it's either Marshall or Ted who's like get, like freaking out uh, about being around people and so he's like trying to make a joke and he's like, yeah. Willem Dafoe, what a name. <laughs> Sounds like um a toad and a bird having a conversation. Willem Dafoe. Oh, I think I, could, I do recall that briefly Willem now. Willem Dafoe. Anyways, I digress. If they bring back him for Green Goblin, if they bring... In Mysterio, Vulture, Scorpion, whoever the fuck is coming into the movie, 
How are they going to handle that? On top of handling Toby and Andrew, on top of Doctor Strange, on top of actually giving a story to Peter Parker. All I'm saying is, I'm sure the movie will be great. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. But if you take away the aspect of all the exciting things and all the exciting people coming back, how great can the movie? How great will the movie be? I think they know how to handle. It. I mean, we've seen them do Endgame, do Infinity they? War, and like this is this isn't that this isn't that though. This is like John Watts. No offense, John Watts, if you're watching. And how much creative control do you think John Watts has on the film? Isn't he the director? How much do you think that matters? A lot. And Kevin Feige and Sony don't have any control. Like, I, 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 the thing is, so many people, and I'm not, it's just like, people are so easy to be like, oh, the director, the pressure's all on him. No, I know. Can, like, how many MCU movies stand out amongst the crowd? Like, it's a the rarity. The Russos? Right. But how much, we don't know how much they're actually doing. The Russos solo movies? very questionable because they don't have the the guide and the plan the floor Yard, plan almost winter the, soldier they don't have the guide the guidance of Kevin Feige. i'm saying their mcu movies are great yeah. oh you mean their movies outside i'm saying the cherry okay you i'm said, saying anything they touch said, outside the mcu you said solo movies not i thought you meant like no. solo people movies no, no. here's the thing though how much control does kevin feige have because it's not just it's not just marvel uh, it's also sony he doesn't yeah, have full well, control well, that's he, the issue Marvel Marvel says make Sony I was gonna say something, but Marvel <laughs> controls Sony essentially. Even though on the outside it's kinda of like they have this deal going, like they might, you know, throw him a bone with regard to maybe setting up Venom and Morbius, but nah, like I I, I just I, I listen, I don't want anyone to think I'm talking negative about the movie. I know it's gonna be great. I am very excited for it. Spider Man is one of my all time overall favorite characters, like just the character of Spider Man. Okay. Doesn't matter who plays it. Love Spider Man to death. Mm-hmm. Love Tom Holland to death. Yeah. Hell of an actor. I mean, still he's... extremely nervous for the movie. I am too, just because I think there will be an insane amount of hype. But we it's haven't even like, seen a trailer yet, so I think it's if if everything we think is going to happen is going to happen. I'm no. I know I just said this, but I'm recapping it. Doctor Strange, Electro, Doc Ock, Willem Dafoe, hypothetically, Andrew, Toby, Peter's identity being revealed. Daredevil's supposed to be in here too. Daredevil. Yeah. Peter Peter's identity being revealed is like a big deal. That in of itself is enough to get hyped for this movie. That's why I'm so excited. I am excited for it, yeah. but I just listed eight things. <laughs> eight things that the movie's gonna the yeah. movie's gonna yeah. have to deal with successfully. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's endgame, so I doubt they're gonna make it a three hour movie. I would say like two twenty eight, honestly. Like Civil War runtime, like two hours and twenty eight minutes, roughly. Um and I think it's gonna be epic. I really do. I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to, similar to how I, f- I feel like a lot of people praise Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies because they're heavily rooted in nostalgia. I think that seeing all these Spider-Man characters and villains come back is going to, again, bring a lot of nostalgia. And I think that it's like it's like The Force Awakens. Yeah. Great movie. relies on a lot of stuff outside of the movie to make it a good movie yes and the thing about that movie is i cherish my theatrical experience more than the movie itself anymore like i cherish that opening night more than the movie yeah i just i am excited i know i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna love the movie i really really am but at the root of it how good is gonna be because far from home for example great movie very enjoyable extra it it is an enjoyable movie yeah it's 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 like when we when we watched in theaters we very much enjoyed it yeah we did we saw it twice in theaters. But now it's been out for what? Two years? Three years? Mm-hmm. Now when I rewatch Dos it. Años. When I rewatch it, I'm like, there's a lot going on. And to compare, in defense of 
my boy Andrew. Let's look at Tasm 2. I know you can't see much on this because you haven't watched it in like a couple years. It's been years since I've seen that Tasm film. 2 has the problem of too many villains going on. That is like probably the main reason why people think that it's a bad movie. But Tasm 2 also has the amazing relationship between Peter and Gwen that balances it out and arguably distracts from it. Because when I think of Tasm 2, the last thing I think about is their attempt at a Green Goblin. It's the last thing I think about. I think of Peter and Gwen. I think of Electro. Far from home, it's got a lot going on. They haven't, I don't know, I guess my, my biggest pet peeve is they just really haven't tapped into the relationship between Peter and MJ at all. Or Peter and Aunt May, and it's just sad. Peter honestly. has no relationship with anybody except Iron Man. Got a little bit with Happy now. Yeah, because Iron Man died. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate. I'm agreeing with you. Uh, but I still think that this movie is going to be badass. I think that it's going to ha- handle the villains properly. And I think that ultimately they're probably setting up the Sinister Six. So the villains actually are going to be characterized more so than, than any other because they're all going to be on the same page. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that mean? What do you mean they're going to be more care? I don't understand what you just said. They're all going to have like better depth. And when they're on, like they're going to have more character development. And things that make them stand out. And when they're on screen, they're going to interact together. It's not going to be like, Sam, man, oh, I'm doing this for my daughter, Venom. I'm doing this because uh, screw Peter oh, Parker. Like I want him to be die. A team. They're going to be a team. Yeah, it's like they're going to have like him. better character arcs in this okay. movie. And they're going to work together. And like we're going to see everyone's individual motivations. So that then when they come together as a team, it makes more sense. Because I, I think they're going to team up in this movie. I All I'm going to say is that I'm personally managing my expectations because I think No Way Home has a lot on its plate. We'll see Especially what happens. Especially but... if people want, if it's gonna uh, diverge, no, dold, indulge in the multiverse. Uh-huh. That's so much. It's so much. Well, dude. here's what I have to say, and this is um, this could be you, this could be not you. I don't know. We're about to find out. I think there's a group of people out there who are so anti-theory that they want this movie to not have these people just so they can be like, ha fuck you, Toby and Andrew aren't in the movie, you idiot. Like, you can't theorize, you can't have fun. There's a group of people, I don't know if it's you're in it, that literally want this movie to not have them in it. And I'm like, it's so sad if there's people out there who are like bashing because you have theories. It's so sad that they're letting that take over the fact that we could actually feasibly see an epic team up in a Spider-Man movie. Why would you not want that? Why would you not root for that? It's like, and then to, to counter, you know, people are like, well, people are acting like it's confirmed. And it's like, it's, it's like, I would put a thousand dollars on it right now. They're in the movie. That's good that you have that confidence. I, I also think they're going to be in the movie. I'm a hundred percent. I mean, like I do. I think they're going to be in okay. the movie, but here's this Jamie Foxx who plays Electro. Yeah. You saw his Instagram post, right? Yeah. That isn't, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. Why would they bring in Jamie Foxx and it literally like, I'm trying, you know how we talked about this the other day, people have different like way their minds are wired so they yes. can't see. Anyone out there listening, if you're if you're listening, and then Cam as well, how could you look, why on God's green earth, wherever you believe in, wherever, <laughs> would you think they would bring in the amazing Spider-Man 2 villain and a Raimi villain into the MCU if not to set up the Spider-Man? It makes no sense. None. And I think that is literally a fact, and I don't know why anyone would, would argue with it. I think that I agree, but I just hate, 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 hate when people talk about stuff like it's been confirmed. Unless Marvel, you like, ju- it's it's literally not hard to just say like, 
You just don't use the word confirmed. You can talk about it in a confident manner. You can talk about it like it is 100% going to happen. You don't have to use the word confirmed. Soups, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm talking about you. (laughs) I can say that because I know he's not going to listen to this, so it's fine. All right. Well, here's the thing. They're not going to confirm it until we see it on screen because it's going to happen. I know. (laughs) It's going to happen. What happened? Oh, keep talking. Keep talking. Um, pre-order a pop. Okay, get on it. Um, I just don't understand. Like, if you're out there, I will. I will engage with you in the comment section of this YouTube video. I want to have a discussion, a discourse, whatever you want to call it, a dialogue, whatever, about why Toby and Andrew won't be in the movie. I just think that it's pretty much it's all but confirmed, if that makes sense. Because why would the main villain of the Amazing Spider-Man two and the main villain of um Raimi's second Spider-Man movie be in an MCU movie. And additionally, with regard to the multiverse, Sony, Morbius, the movie, we see Raimi Spider-Man spray painted on the background, and we see Vulture in that trailer, which means, what does that mean? It means it's connected to the MCU, and there's really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Literally, Tyrese Gibson, or Tyreek, I forget, I think it's Tyrese, who's in the Fast and Furious movies, in an interview, he straight up said Morbius is connected to the MCU. So, like, it's going to be in the MCU. And I don't understand, you know, maybe it's just skepticism, because I know I'm skeptic. Marvel, the shows so far haven't really given us a ton. If you especially compare it to like Star Wars per se, with Luke Skywalker showing up in The Mandalorian, that's massive. And you got Ahsoka and Bo-Katan and Boba Fett. These are massive names in the Star Wars property. And they all showed up in Star Wars. So that got all our hopes up going into WandaVision. We're like, oh shit, we're going to see Strange. We're going to see all these people. And it didn't happen. You got it pre-ordered? Got you. Dope. It's always good to get two. And so because of Star Wars. I got one for you. You know that, right? Oh, thank you. Because of Star Wars going the distance, or whatever you want to say, and bringing in all these people, it is understandable for Marvel fans to have their hopes up, because I'm a fan of both. And I think that we're going to get delivered. We're finally going to get that fan service we want, but in a meaningful way, because I think they're going to introduce these multiversal aspects very soon. And it's all going to pay off, and then it's going to, all going to go to shit in Multiverse of Madness, because hence the name Multiverse of Madness. It's going to be crazy. Um, I'm going to take a breath now if you want to say something. <laughs> Sorry, I, I uh, spaced out for a second because um, they released new Funko Pops today for um, Loki, and they were Lady Loki Pops. There's a normal one, and then there's one that's green at Walmart, yeah. and they all sold out this morning at Walmart, but they just put them back on sale. Okay. And my good friend Meg, Meg, if you're listening, I love you. She's like- Is she's that like, mostly Meg's? Yes. Oh, very She's cool. like the Funko Pop queen. And so she she sent me the link and she was like, Sprint, run. Very nice. How nice for her. Um, but yeah, kind of wrapping up Spider-Man talk. I think it's going to happen. Do you guys think it's going to happen? Let us know if you're watching the video version. Um, I'm stoked nonetheless. And I think that trailer is going to shatter the internet. Like literally, I think that it's going to break Endgame's record of like, two, I think it's 289 million views in the first 24 hours. I would say this is going to break that because I can't remember a trailer being hyped up this much since those movies and Spider-Man reaches out there to fans of people who aren't even necessarily MCU fans. So you got to think about all the reaches of the world is going to hit. So that trailer is going to hit. But, you know, the title of this, I believe, is Keeping It Real with the MCU. So I want to keep it real with something that we just talked about, which is Lady Loki Pops. What is Lady, oh, what is what Lady Loki in? transition. Thank you. What decent with segues. I think the hardest part about a podcast is segueing into yeah. the next topic without making it weird. Mm-hmm. So that was a good segue. Thank you. Continue. So with regard to Loki... We're three episodes in, halfway through the season. And quite frankly, I'm going to cut the shit here. Um, <laughs> I feel like we have a hot take. We will all speak for myself and then you go. Okay, I 
really like the first episode. It's the best premiere of a Marvel show by far. Mm-hmm. It set up, opened the door for so many possibilities moving forward in the MCU. And it, there were so many like things that we, we were so early in, we were like, oh, hell, they could go here and here and they could do so many things, multiverse, all, 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 all. The second episode ended, oh my God, they set off the multiverse, all this crazy shit happened. And the third episode, we plateaued, nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing happened. They end and begin in the same spot and there's really no progression. We get a cool callback with another. And then people are trying to say there's action. I'm like, what did I watch? There's a fist fight for a minute at the beginning. That's it. <laughs> well, the uh, fighting at the beginning is cool. I like Lady Loki's fighting style. I think that was cool stunt work. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that Loki set the bar for itself really high with such a great premiere. And I think episode two was, you know, just as good. It was really good entertaining. Um, and then the multiverse got set off and I was like, oh my God. And then we get to episode three. The episode after the, the multiverse is set off. We see them at the TVA for like five minutes and then they end up on this planet and we don't see the TVA at all for the rest of the episode. We don't see any of Mobius. We don't see any of that ju- Ravona judge lady. We don't see anybody trying to deal with the fact that the multiverse just got set off, which I feel like is a major issue. Like you like what my thing is, what is the goal of the show? Like, what's the plot? Because in the first episode, the plot was set up to be that there's this Loki variant running around killing all these Minutemen and they have to find the Loki variant. And then we found the Loki variant in the second episode, which I feel like was really fast. We find the Loki variant. And so that that plot's done. But oh my god, she set up the multiverse. New plot. We have to fix the multiverse. Episode three, they're stuck on a planet. They start out once they once they landed on the planet, we start out stuck on the planet and we end up stuck on the planet. We didn't go anywhere. Sure, we learned a lot of we learned a lot about the characters. We learned that like Lady Loki like didn't really have I'll call her Sylvie. We learned that Sylvie didn't really have like a mom growing up so she like grew up differently than loki we found out that both of them are bi because i mean they're the same person but you know what i mean which we talked about this i didn't know both of them were well they're the same person oh yeah okay yeah (laughs) but i also already thought that loki was bi so that's why i didn't think too much of it when it happened in the episode but i guess this technically confirmed it yeah but whatever i digress so we learned that that was really cool and we got to see loki drunk it was it was like funny moments for loki's character which is of course important um but like plot wise what did we do nothing we did nothing and while you were talking about that it made me think of this so imagine in the falcon and winter soldier okay say episode four right ends with john walker killing the person Uh uh-huh imagine if episode five or say imagine if the episode ended a little longer where we see all three of them about to show down Mm-hmm. And the next episode, we don't see the showdown. Yeah. It reminds me very much of WandaVision, how every episode ended. Oh, God. Every yeah. episode ended with, like, a big, like, cliffhanger thing. And then the next episode started out with the day resetting in Wanda's, like, fake reality world in a new decade. We never got to see anything from what happened in the first episode, in the beginning it's, in the episode it's, before. It drops off. Like, you, you end on this high with episode two, and then you just plateaus and like if 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 imagine if these three episodes came out all together if you were to consecutively watch one two and three to go from from two straight into three you're gonna be like what the hell and the thing is is episode they didn't get off the planet so episode four they're gonna be on the planet so we're gonna waste time in episode four getting them off 
the stupid fucking planet. <laughs> and they're not even doing anything on the planet. It's not the planet isn't even a place that they need to be to reset the timeline. Like it doesn't even matter that they're there. Like this planet is literally means nothing. It's getting blown up. It's not gonna be there in like a few minutes. Like it means nothing. Precisely. And the issue I have is like what yeah, what's the end game of the show? Like we could have had these character moments. Like these character moments, of course, were important. It was important to learn about Lady Loki and it was important to learn about Loki. But we yeah. could have had those character moments in more interesting plot devices. Yeah, the- like they could have both been in New York and talked about stuff like this. Like it's just it felt like a wasted episode, especially when you're already halfway through the season. The biggest reveal of the episode though, the only really important part, is that we found out that the TVA is pretty much a fraud organization that was kidnap not kidnap but take people from their real lives and, and brainwash them into thinking that they've been created by the time which to work i for the TVA. thought which i thought that was what was happening last week so good job me but the thing is this no mobius you're gonna piss me off here's the thing you spent the whole first episodes setting up the character of mobius creating this dynamic between mobius and loki setting up the characters of ravona right that's her name yeah, and she's, like, weak. Whatever she is. Like, she's, and, like, a and, weak character. And setting up this crazy, cool new place, the TVA, and teaching us so much stuff about the TVA. And then you're going to go into your third episode and just not touch on any of that. Like, they could have at least gone – they could have at least shown us what was happening at the TVA once or twice throughout this episode. They really could have, but they didn't. Yeah, what are they doing? Like, you you go away, you stray from what is set up in the first two episodes, so now we don't know the direction of the show, and with three episodes left, I'm unsure of how they can end this in a satisfying manner. I really like, am. Like, say what you want about the Falcon Soldier. I know it was not everyone's cup of tea. I get that a thousand percent. I unbiasedly can, uh, can what's the word, not address. I yeah. can... Admit. Thank you. I can admit that like some of the episodes were boring. Some scenes were boring. There were some things that were slow. It wasn't slow for me because I love Sam and Bucky and I like Sam on screen no matter what. But I know that there were some parts of the episodes that were slow. Not stupid. But say what you want about it. Episode three, they went to Madripoor. A lot of interesting stuff happened, but it also moved the plot along. Trying to find the power broker. Everything they went through was to find the power broker. Yeah. Plot Plot progression, sorry, is lacking in this show. And quite frankly, um, I was—I just want to say this. I think, I think Cam, this is gonna upset some people. We we might have overhyped Loki. I think that <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't until dislike it's over. the show right now. Let yeah, I don't want to say that until it's over. But I think just, just episode three disappointed me a lot. And here's the thing: if episode four happens and they're still on the stupid fucking planet. And if all that happens is like Mobius opens one of those orange little teleporting yeah, doors yeah, and comes yeah. and gets them, I'm going to be so pissed because what was the point? What was the point? If they don't, ha- if Loki and Sylvie do not find their own way off of that planet, if Mobius or just anybody like comes and gets them, what is the point? Yeah, there's really none at all. And, you know, kind of, uh, it would be upsetting. And really, I was talking about this, we were talking about this with Soups. Screen presence is a massive part of these shows. And if you think about it in WandaVision, Thoughts, thoughts on my show. This show aside, Paul Bettany, hell of an actor, and when he's on screen, him. you're you're like intrigued with yeah. what he has to say. In Elizabeth Wilson as well, but Paul Bettany is a standout actor to me in that show personally. Yeah. Elizabeth Wilson did really well. And then if you get you get Falcon Same Winter with Soldier, Catherine Hahn. Let's not forget about her. Love and her. Jimmy, yeah, they're all great. Like they all were great like actors, you know. And I'm not. And then when I get the Falcon Winter Soldier. You got Seb. You know he crushes Maggie. it. You don't even have to really. Yeah, they're both great in what they do. And Daniel Zemo, yeah, and he they all have screen presence in this show. I am not bashing Tom Hiddleston at all. Hell of an actor. 
but something about it, and it could be my past relationship with the character of Loki. I just know Sam is going to send me this. <laughs> Sam is going <laughs> to. I can't attach to this guy at all. Uh, I I think that it's my past history with him being a slime. You're slime also not the biggest fan of Lady Loki. Yeah, what? Why should I be? No, like no disrespect to quote okay. Dave Portnoy. Okay. Why should I be? Like we barely know anything about her. She shows up for two seconds at the end of episode two, and we get a scene with her on a train that where we get so much character development apparently like i didn't see that much of it people have overhyped that a lot for me i think she's got a cool aesthetic i think she kicks ass i wanted to know her more yeah. we don't know her more and uh, know her enough to say she's some godly level character and yeah. then hiddleston's performance is good but i don't know what it is like him being the main character i personally loki carrying a show it's difficult for me it is oh. you got the duo power of of a. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or Cap, I should say. And then in WandaVision, you still have a duo carrying that, and even the kids. There's just more for me to latch to. And you remove the most interesting character from the show in this episode with Mobius. You were setting up the True. duo. You were setting up the screen presence, and you step away from that. Now we have an issue. True. I think that Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson's, like... Uh, we need that every episode. That's yeah, their dynamic is really good. I think Mobius... Is I think Mobius and Loki are better dynamic because Mobius is opposite of Loki. It's a little bit, it's different because Sylvie and Loki are technically the same person, so they're similar. Yeah, and the so they're not like they're not necessarily bouncing off of each other as much. Exactly, because they would like Mobius and Loki would like like shoot the shit. You know what I mean? They would mm-hmm. like talk shit to each other, and it would be you make funny. And it, it's just like that dynamic was missing in this episode, and it and I felt it because I was like. Where's my guy? Like, where's the guy that I latch to? It's not even that I uh, like. I, for me, you know, I'm a little bit less harsh on it than Chris. I, I like, I really like Lady Loki, and I, I have this exact same point about Captain Marvel. I made it to call in one time in the group chat. I think that it's like, and I think it makes sense. It's, it's more, it's easier for a girl to like Captain Marvel than it is for a guy because we automatically have the bond of me, a girl, seeing a girl on screen automatically that's not to say that like men can't like captain marvel because that's not what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. you can't obviously like if yeah. you're a dude and you like captain marvel go off but i'm saying it's more comp like like i have a connection to captain marvel that like even if she was your favorite character you don't have that women to women connection with her 100 right? so as a girl you see lady loki on screen and you're like hell yeah women so like i think i already have that with her yeah and you don't and that's fine that's like i think yes. that this is a perfect example of that mm-hmm so I like her. I do enjoy her. I just bought her Funko Pop. Thank you very much. Um, and I think she's funny. She's very sarcastic. Reminds me a bit of me in the way that she kind of like, I don't want to use the word rude, but can be kind of harsh, I'll say. <laughs> and um, We'll go with that. I think her fighting style is cool. But you're right. We don't know a lot about her. We're, st- uh, we're still not even fully 1000% sure that she is Lady Loki because she very well could be lying, even though I am pretty confident in the fact that she's Lady Loki. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just think that the connection between Mobius and Loki is better. Absolutely. And it, I just, it just bugs me so much they didn't show him once. Not once. Not once. Yeah. What is he doing? Don't what is Ravona doing? I mean, we I, we did see her, but, Ten, but not. Are they going to open the next episode from their point of view? That would suck. Is if they if the next episode we don't see Loki and Lady Loki till the end, and it's like Mobius's point of view the whole time, oh and then God. it Could ends you, still oh on that planet. Oh my God, I would be so angry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, no, because they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. God, we're going to see that for like the first. If half. they if they do like literally like it's 
like happening in the same time as what episode? Yeah. Oh my. God. They did it with Wandavision. They oh. did it with Wandavision episode four. Oh. We saw it from Monica's perspective. Which, speaking of that, I wanted to mention how you know we can talk about Sylvie, which is weird calling her Sylvie. I don't know Sylvie and Monica as two uh, supporting female characters. Uh, Monica Rambo in one opening, one cold open to episode four of Wandavision. I cared about her more than damn near a lot of people in the MCU. That really? was perfectly done. I'm trying to remember episode. She four. gets snapped back. She's like, where's my mom? Where's my mom? Gotcha. She died. I'm like, holy shit. We're right in it. We see her journey. She goes back and she takes a job where her mom worked and she's like a badass and she's on the hunt. And then like, I like Monica more than Sylvie and more than like Sharon Carter. Like she's like the probably my, it's not my favorite, my favorite female character in the MCU. Wow. She's badass. Like she's so Like more than, more than hope. More than. She might not be my number one, but she's like top three easily. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. She's a badass. I, I hope she has a massive role in the Marvels. And I think that they can maybe use her to I think she, rewrite... Isn't she going to be in Secret Invasion? I think so. If they use her to rewrite Captain Marvel a bit and make her a little more likable to the general public, because... I think it's, an it's, issue right it's now. what we're talking about right now. It's going to be the screen presence thing. Because in Captain Marvel, she's, I, I personally think, even though the movie writing kind of sucks, I think the duo between her and Nick Fury is great. I agree. That's the best part of the movie. And then... Like they go to um, Maria, Mariah, Maria Rambo. Uh, Maria Rambo, yeah, that's the mother. Her of house, yeah, I couldn't remember how which way it was pronounced. Um, they go to her house, blah 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 blah. Yanrog, blah blah blah. I think that when Carol and Monica, because now that they're the same age, I think they'll have a great. Absolutely. Even although, off topic, isn't she like mad at Carol right now though, Monica? Yeah, I think they're in a little bit of a little heat right now it seemed like she's yeah. not her, but whatever i digress um I, my for loki though i think you know how there's there's shots in the trailer where we see him like in a destroyed new york there's also shots of him where it looks like he's on asgard i think we're gonna see i think we, we might go to possibly sylvie's version of asgard we could um which would be which would make sense because asgard is on that chart you know what i'm talking about yeah so oh, do you think they're going to all those places yeah, that's what you know this is my theory like we have multiple seasons of loki confirmed already so what if loki is just trying to solve what if the rest of loki is just going to each of these locations that'll be so and, dragged like, out and time bombing them essentially to fix them that'll be so dragged. i hope out. they get that resolved by the end of the season or, or, or else like we're in for like a bore of a show yeah if they if they take it any slower than they did in this episode i'm gonna it's gonna be really hard to watch it at three in the morning no it is and here's another thing they I know, like, so far, Marvel actors have, like, overhyped their shows. I'm sorry. And, like, mm-hmm. they can't help the questions they get asked. I understand that. But I here's just want to say answer. that Sebastian and Anthony did not do that. They didn't do it. Thank God. Here's all you say. Ready? You, I'm going to interview you. Okay. Right, you ask me this question. You say, so what can we expect from Loki? Like, uh, like, are there any standout episodes? Or when does the show really get going? Ask me that. So what can we expect from Loki? Are there any standout episodes that you are really excited for the fans to see? Man, I'm just, it was such a blast to work on the show. You guys are just going to have to wait and find out that I don't want to reveal anything. I want you to experience it for yourself, but it's just a fun ride and enjoy it. Yeah. You don't have to say, you know, I think episodes four and five are the ones to look out for because then people That's are going to take. That's not what he said. What do you say? He, the, the interviewer asked Tom Hiddleston, he was like, he was like, um, I know that you are a producer on the show because he is. And he was like, he was like, Fair. I know you had a lot of input on the show and this show means a lot to you and he was like what episodes are you personally most excited for the fans to see like what are you most excited for them you know how you answer that all of them he'll 
like, but you know, which ones are you most excited for them to see? And he said that he feels like four and five are really great episodes. That's all I said. So what about six? Now people are gonna be like, the finale is gonna suck. It's just, it's a, it's a, in today's age in society with TikTok and all these social medias, it's a very risky game with the answers. You say one thing, you, you, oh, an interviewer asks a question worded in the manner of Luke Skywalker cameo, and okay. and Elizabeth Olsen answers the question. Well, I it's, never gave into that. So it, it's all Paul Bettany's fault. I love you, Paul Bettany, but it's your fault for all this. That was Elizabeth <laughs> Olsen that answered the. I know, but Paul Bettany is the one that said, oh, "I got to work with an actor who." Oh please, okay, <laughs> no, I, you and Soups were talking about how that's Paul Bettany's fault so so much during One Division, and I, I detest that, and I res- I resent it because strong words. Thank you so much. If you've ever watched <laughs> any of Paul Bettany's interviews ever in his life, like for Infinity War, for Endgame, anything, he trolls every interview. Every single interview. It's just a troll. He GMCU, never, babes. Have you, do you, if you, don't, you don't follow him on Instagram. He posted a, a picture on Instagram the other day of, like, he's at the beach and he, he puts sunscreen on his back in the shape of a penis. Okay. He's a troll. So he's like Robert Pattinson. Robert yes, Pattinson yes, except he's like 50. He trolls. He Fair. he's a twelve year old trapped in a fifty year old's body. I've never taken anything he said seriously. Fair. Except for the fact that he's a very smart person, but yes. other than that. Very intelligent. Yeah. Like he's just a troll. So I never believed anything he said in his interviews. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, like I just wish that, you know, sometimes Yeah, I, I get it. I do get and, it. And people who work on the show wouldn't like overhype it or anything just because people will take it and run with it and they'll make theories. Um, it's just it's really crazy. But um, we're going to move on from Loki if you're good. I'm, I'm good off Loki right now, honestly. Yeah. I think overall, I think we're just, we are just were a little bit disappointed with episode three. I think it could have been better if they do the thing you were talking about with going back into episode mm. four. And, mm, I don't mm. want to talk about it. I'll be mad. Um, just move the plot forward. Pretty pleased. Um, give me back Mobius and Loki. And I just want them I want, to address I want, the plot. I want a goal. Like, what's they, the goal? Do you think they're even going to fucking address the multiverse? Because I don't even know. I have no clue, but I can tell you, uh, with regard to the multiverse of madness and all this stuff, um, we're in a society. We live in a society oh God. where I'm nervous about an oversaturation of Marvel content. And I talk about this with Trevor all the time from Film Geeks. <laughs> I am worried that we are going to experience so much Marvel content in today's world that it's just it's going to become it's going to take away from the special aspect of it like with yeah. the new sh- with with shows running almost yearly now and three to four movies a year it's like i'm worried that the greatness aspect of it could be delineated we have four movies and three shows coming out this year still if you count what if yes yeah i do, I do count yeah. what if yeah which is crazy that's a lot of shows so yeah that's that for loki do you want to move on to questions? Yeah. You guys asked some questions, I think, on the video version last week. Um, I know Aiden asked if you will get to some of his. And then I think there's a few more. If not, we'll uh, pull some from the fo- the previous week's Instagram story. But if you are watching this video version right now or the Spotify or Apple podcast, go to the Cam Silas YouTube channel, which sounds weird saying, and watch the video version. Leave a bunch of questions in the comments, and we will get to them next week. We'll answer as many of them as we can because we want to make this kind of like more personal. I like this part of the podcast a lot. So Aiden says, and I think we've got asked this before, but I still like the question Okay. because I don't know how to answer it. Is Cam a bigger Star Wars fan than Chris is a Marvel fan? So yes. you think you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Marvel fan? Yes. Why do you think that? Because. So you like Star Wars more than I like Marvel. That's what we're talking okay, about. Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know that you're going to try and use the fact that I can't really watch Clone Wars against me. And no, no. I wasn't going to bring that up. I just 
Uh, the reason I say that is because, like, first of all, I have a baby Yoda in my lap. Okay. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I mean, like, I don't know why. I don't. I don't even really know how to explain it. But I think the answer is yes. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I get like excited about. It's. I'm, I, oh my god! It's so hard to explain. But like, I know what you're saying. I can. I don't. I don't want to make you sound cynical. You're not. This is not a you thing. You don't have to worry about hurting my feelings. I think that <laughs> like I can find things that I like in the in the newer Star Wars movies that you can't. Like That's I can look bingo. for, yeah. I can look for like the positives in the in the movie, and like I still very much enjoy Star Wars. Like you know what I mean. And I know you still do enjoy Marvel, but like I was gonna flip the question after we answer this. It's hard to answer, but my initial it's my initial gut answer is yes. I can't explain it, but my initial gut answer is yes. I think I am still a massive Marvel fan, but I would say I had like a come to Jesus moment where after Endgame. I was sitting in my house. I remember this. You were with me. I was sitting on the floor in my movie room where I record all my stuff. And okay. I was like, it was this bittersweet feeling. I was like, I think this, like in the car at home too, I was like, I think this might be Marvel Cap. It's the end Cap of an Cap era. Yeah. It's like, I think they lost, like, I mean, you killed Tony Stark. That is going to take a hit. But then it's like the original era that I truly grew up with and like had this nostalgia for is gone. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I will still enjoy Marvel moving forward, but it doesn't hit the same as it used to. And it's sad. It's very sad to me. Yeah. Can you like, it, it's essentially that's like watching your favorite football player grow up and he's gone. It's like the end of, end of an era. You know what I mean? So sure, yeah, that's how it feels. So because of that now, I'm still a big Marvel fan. You all know this, but it's all new and it's fresh. And it's, I also think it's hard because we haven't not, had a movie in a while. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I love the MCU, but Maybe you're you, hesitant. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still a pretty big fan. Maybe, I'd say we're almost even now. If we flip the script, what and, about if am I a bigger Star Wars fan than you are a Marvel fan? That's a, that's where it gets interesting. I, I, I would say know. yes. I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Because here's the thing: Marvel takes over every moment of my life. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I think I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than you, and I'm not like coming at you. I think that you're a bigger Marvel fan than me, and I think we can. Admit yes. That. Yeah. So, but I think that, yeah, I think we're still both fans of the other, though. You're still a Star Wars fan. I'm still a Marvel fan. I think I might be a bigger Marvel fan than you are a Star Wars fan. Is that weird to say? Like, I like I don't know if that uh, throws out our answers from the previous one, but, like, I know you're a Star Wars fan. I really do know you are. It, it pay, no, I know what you're, I know what you're thinking. No, it's, no, no, it's, I know that you grew <laughs> <laughs> the original trilogy is your bread and butter that's mine too but you didn't grow up watching the prequels and i'm not saying that doesn't make you less of a star wars fan it sounds like i'm gatekeeping i'm just saying like i, I definitely watched them as a kid i just didn't remember them that's fair i have memory of a the thing fish. is listen and i and i, and I don't want to sound like those assholes on tiktok that are like oh you're not a star wars fan that's not what i'm you're doing gonna. here huh i said you're gonna but continue okay no listen i you, I'm admitting right now that you are a bigger Marvel fan than me because you like to read into things more. You are a bigger Marvel fan than me. The reason I think I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than you is because... <laughs> no, you're a bigger Star Wars fan than it, I am I mean, a Star like, Wars. I, but are you like, a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Marvel fan? No. 
I mean, yeah. you saw my reaction to that Bad Batch episode. Like things like that excite me. Like watching through Clone Wars and Rebels excite me, and it's just and playing like Fallen Order and all these different things. It's like they excite well, me, and they I had an they Xbox, unlock I would play something. Fallen Order as well, but I can't. I, I don't have I know, an Xbox. I know. I'm saying something about it ignites a fire in me, and I hope that's what Marvel does to you. I think it does. It does. It's just. But I don't think you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I'm a Marvel fan. I just don't. I just don't. I. I don't. I don't know. Okay, so so I do not know. MCU? Are we talking the MCU or Marvel? You're such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. You are. You are weak. (laughs) I think I won that one. No, you didn't. You didn't because no. Okay. I like Marvel. Okay. (laughs) I'm just I'm. Give me a hug on the camera for the people. I'm sorry. Have you, you know, read Have you read every Star Wars book? Uh, fuck Star Wars books. <laughs> okay, fuck the X Men movies. They're not that good anyway. There's three. That's good ones. what you're bringing up. No, I, I know, know that. I, know I was bringing up that. Because name like, a Marvel movie outside of X Men movies that I haven't seen. Should I do it to him or no? Should I do it to him or no? I'm not going to. Um, it's fine. I won't. Don't. I'll spare you. Yeah. Shut up. Um. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the Fantastic Four movies, but those aren't that something to write home about. I've seen the one with Chris Evans in it. <laughs> There's two <laughs> with Chris Evans in there. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I don't. I think it's stupid to judge someone's fan level of fanhood. Is that a word? Yeah. So, like, we're both passionate about both of them, and that's what all that matters at the end yeah. of the day. Um, I think it's hard to answer whether, like, if you're a bigger Star Wars fan than I'm a Marvel fan. But without a doubt, you know more about Star Wars than I do. Like, and if, I'm we, not if some... we cracked open that Clone Wars encyclopedia right now, you got it all day. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I hate talking about, like, like for me, it's like I don't claim to be some all-knowing No, Star Wars neither of us I do. don't read the, we the are Star not, Wars books. We are not omnipotent. No. But between the two of us, you know more about Star Wars than I do. I know more about Marvel than you do. I, I don't think so. I think that pains you to admit because you've been no, a fan of Marvel longer, but it's true. Yeah, um I I view Marvel differently than you do. What's that even mean? It means I don't I don't care to go too deep behind the scenes. You do like after the WandaVision episode, I went to sleep and you were like were like fucking That's just up for I like can't an hour. Sleep. That's just cuz I like can't sleep. Like reading into everything and I was like I just went to bed. But um yeah, it's just, you know, I love them. I love the MCU. I love Marvel movies. I just view them as movies, and you more so have done behind the scenes stuff. I'm not a comic reader. I I don't care. Like I don't get upset with myself. Like oh, I'm a fake Marvel fan. I don't read the comics. I don't. I no, never have. I, I never will. So much. Literally, people that read the comics that use it against other people are so annoying. Because guess what? I can literally look up what you learned in a comic for free on That's the internet. The same thing as like people saying. Oh, the sequels are great. You just have to read ten books to understand it, you dumbass. I'm like, oh my god, you're so right. Annoying. The prequels and the original trilogy, where you had to read three hundred books to understand why yeah. this happened. It's the stupidest thing. You shouldn't have to read or watch supplemental material to understand the film plot or why characters do what they do. And that's what annoys me about Star Wars. I love it, but there are people who like. No, I mean, if you read Star Wars book, I'm not. This is not a blank on you at all. There are great Star Wars books out there. I have never explored them. It's only them. when you read the Star Wars books and then like use it on it's other just, people. It's just not even that. It's just like, who the fuck has time to read a book in 2021 sometimes? I'm like, I'm going to go watch these movies and TV shows. Like, I, I, I'm just not a reader. I never have been. Not a reader either. Um, and so it's almost like, I don't care about reading a book. Like, 
the, the, the world we live in, storytelling is more conveying compelling through television and film as a medium. Okay, let's opinion. move on to the next question. All right, that was long-winded. I don't think I have any more if you want to get to some we didn't answer. You don't think but I'll, have any more? I'll look through the comments and see. Um, let's see. What is a movie that you wish you could watch again for the first time? We'll stay away from Star Wars and Marvel for this one. Okay, fair. I'll go with... Oh, this is a good one. I'll say... I don't even know if I have an answer. You know, I'm trying to think of like a movie that I love, like that has a pretty big-ass twist so that I could see it again for the first time. Oh my time. god, The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense? Sorry, I know I just blew the fuck out of my <laughs> You're good. So sorry. You're good. Um, I was... I think I kind of spoiled for that movie before I saw it, I think. <gasps> we watched it together. I know. But I was like... But I see dead people kind of... That line... Saw? On, saw. Saw would be a good one, but honestly... I would want to... Re- Actually, I changed my answer to Saw because when I first watched it, I watched it with pretty much it. So they told me the they spoiler told you before it happened. something had to do with something yeah. somewhere. I'm not spoiling the movie for No, of course not. It. But like, they, yeah, they said what was yeah. going to happen before. Um, Honest to God, let me think. I What's like a movie with a crazy twist? Like, Psycho has a good one, but it's not... It's not like... Like, Fight Club's good. I'm trying to think... Like the social network, I wouldn't want to watch again for the first time. It's not no, that level. Every time I watch it, it's yeah, like the first time. Exactly. So mm-hmm. um, maybe I wish I had my Blu-ray shelf with me. That's what, yeah, I'm upset now. Honestly, you know what? I would watch The Prestige for the first time. That's a Christopher Nolan movie that you got to watch. It's crazy. There's a crazy twist, um, and it is a damn good movie. And it would blow my mind if I watch it for the first time right now. A Nolan movie, that or like Inception, something like truly insane. You know. Like watching Interstellar for the first time would be super cool, right? Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Next question. Next question. (laughs) Marvel cast celebrity crush. Huh. This one's going to be tough for me on guessing for you. It's Jeremy Renner, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, mine's easy. What's yours, though? Yours is... uh, No, I know. Sebastian. We know mine. um, Stan? No, no. Sebastian... What's that guy's name? Or what? what's the firm? She's the man. Hastings. Sebastian Hastings. We had this conversation the other day. So, Literally, no. So Sebastian yeah. Hastings is yours. And for me, it is... I'm on that new wave. You know what it is. Florence Pugh? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> new wave as in she's new to the MCU. But like I've been kind of crushing on her for a while now. We love Florence Pugh in this house. Almost since Little Woman. Yeah, Which course. was like the beginning of 2020. What do you fight over the most? Um, honestly real talk uh like hypersensitivity from your end uh, yeah i am an extremely irritable person i think it's a combination of having adhd and also i've been reading a lot into being burnt out and apparently one of the biggest signs of being burnt out is just like you get irritated by absolutely anything ever so i get irritated a lot chris does a lot of things that irritate me like he breathes sometimes, but it sounds like he's like annoyed. Like his exhales sound like this. Ready? Or I'll do this, and that's just because I have this weird thing where like my ears are clogged. How does blowing out of it your does. nose? It does. It works. If you have that, please it let me know. It no, it sense. does. Like I, I can like push ear out air. <laughs> no, you can't. I can. I swear to God. No, put you can't. Put me on a lie detector. I can blow air out of my ears. I swear. 
I just do. And it's just like, like I he, can clear him out. He does things where he's like, he'll be like tapping on like something, or I don't know, or he just like starts yeah. fucking singing Bo Burnham or whatever. And but look, I made you some. That wasn't an invitation to do it. Like we just, I just get irritated very easily, and then I get snippy. But but then it's also like that you know I get irritated easily. So why do you do the things that you know that irritate me? It's a, it's a, it's a it's a it's a back and forth thing. Yeah, it's just uh we always work it at one thing I love about our relationship in our four and a half years of dating, I don't think we've ever had an like a fight that's gone over a day. Yeah, nothing necessary. We just work it out. I don't think we, have we I don't think we've ever gone to bed necessarily in a fight. Eh, not that I can no, I genuinely really. don't think we have. Not we normally really. we normally maybe make, cranky, but no, we normally make up before we go to bed. It's not like every day, you know. No, it's not every day. I'm saying like on like when we do fight, like we don't we don't let it. It's not like we like fight and like don't talk to each other for like three days. Yeah, which I think is important. Like fights don't last for a long time with us, which we we solve them fast and we talk through them fast. Precisely, which is what I think is important. I actually think it's healthier to. I don't. First of all, I don't like the word fight. I would prefer to call them arguments. Me too. Because they're not they're not fights. Fights are like screaming. There's no physical accostation. Fights are like screaming at each other, in my opinion. But like, I think it's healthier to argue in a relationship and then work through it than it is to never argue ever. I think that's weird. Because then I think you're not telling each other the truth. I think you're holding things in. I think you're bottling stuff up. And if you bottle stuff up, or even if you're not bottling anything up, but one day something happens where you do have to get into a fight or an argument with your significant other, if you haven't argued at all in the past four years, you're not going to know how to handle the argument. You're not going to know how to talk through it. And it's going to end a lot worse than when you do argue and you do talk through it, then we know how to handle things. I agree completely. Um, Yeah, we settle it civilly. We're not children about it. We know how to deal with each other really well. Like We both understand the other's mind. Food is a factor a lot of the time. Oh, we made a pact at the very beginning of our relationship to never take seriously anything the other person says when they're hangry. Yeah. Ever. Disney. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, we know we don't pay. We don't. We don't even. I don't even the theme register. Parks, like when you get hot and hungry out there. When we're t- if either of us line. are tired, like on Wednesdays, I don't take anything Chris says to me seriously, and vice versa, because I know we're both cranky from being up oh at god. three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> when we're hungry, never. When we're tired, never. Like at Disney, we're exhausted from walking and we're hungry, probably, and we're hot, never. Yeah. It's Which just, I think is good. Yeah, it's just a thing. Like, even that happens, like, with my family and with your family. Like, it happens with anyone, pretty much. No, but the like, thing is, Like, anyone you're with in that environment, you're going to be, like, Yeah, you just with. get cranky. Yeah. yeah. It happens. I like this one. It's a little genre change. Favorite horror movie? Yeah, what's yours? I'm curious. Saw. Saw? Okay. That's up there for me. I think Saw, Scream, which you would need to watch. That one's really good. Okay. And then Psycho are, like, my favorite horror movies. And okay. the Halloween Kills trailer just dropped. I have a reaction on my channel. Film stop. Got to plug it because I'm punk. But, um, yeah, it's it's a great trailer. Yeah. What are our Hogwarts houses? Gryffindor! I am Slytherin, so... Now that tells you anything about us. We're, opposition. We're in opposition. She's also a Sith. I'm probably a Jedi. Oh, a thousand percent. Dude, no, you are not a Jedi. You I'm are, a bounty hunter. You're a bounty hunter. A thousand yeah, I'm percent. Man, I'm Mando, baby. Here's the thing. I Did Whenever jar. anybody says, like, oh, I'd be a Jedi, would you really? Because that's boring and probably the worst life ever. All the codes you have to abide by, like... It's almost like the Jedi Council is a group of people. They're annoying. They're literally annoying. Can all correlate their, to something in our life that we'll keep off camera. All of their rules are <laughs> stupid, and I just think that like it's just it just doesn't seem like fun. 
And yes. so I think I would probably be a, a Sith. A Sith? Yeah, I would be. Well, I'm not like evil, so I'd probably be. A, we'd both be bounty hunters. I'm not evil. You'd be like a Saj Ventress. You would have like this evil run, you know, and then you would turn into like a bounty hunter. I think what I would be. I don't know if there's if there's a word for this in the Star Wars universe, but what I would be is I'm not a Jedi, not a Jedi at all. But I'm not bad. But if I need to kill somebody, I will. Probably just yeah, like a you know, like a scoundrel. What's a gray Jedi? Yeah, so the Grey Jedi is someone who like doesn't claim the order as much. They're just, but they have the powers and are taught in the ways of the Jedi essentially. So it's kind of like a sticky water or whatever, or it's muddy water. I don't really know. I'd be Maybe the that. I'd be the Sith version of that. Okay, I'm a Grey Sith. Okay. There we go. There you go. There you go. Is there any more you want to get to? Or are we good to wrap? I think it's been an hour. Um, we can do one more. We'll do one more. A good one. One on a good one. Oh, stop me if you see anything you like. What did you just do point at? I like this one. Favorite Taylor Swift album or song. You have one of those? Yeah. Okay. I want you to go first. Oh my god. Okay. I'm going to say my favorite album. Mm, this is hard for me. I can go if you don't. I think I'm going to go with Speak Now. As as of today, it's Speak Now. It depends on my mood, but I'll go with Speak Now. That Red. album shaped me as a young child. Red. Really? Why not? And then I like the song. Um, there was a bunch, but I like the one that's like two three you've got that james dean daydream look in your eyes and i'm gonna you know who that's bum, about bum, harry yeah styles i mean come on that's all 1989 he does have the james dean hair um he does um, and then i like a lot of the other songs too but that one just kind of slaps and then there's like i love wh- all of okay, what do you think of the one that's like shake it off is that kind of stupid that song was really overplayed oh, so God, it's kind it of annoying to listen to but it's not bad it just got really really overplayed I like, um uh, we are never ever. You know who that's about? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she just announced like the other day that she's, you know, how she's in the process of re-releasing all of her albums. Yeah. The next one that's coming out is Red, and Yeesh. she said this is the first time you guys are going to hear all thirty songs, thirty that were intended for the album. Damn. And I think we might get a ten-minute, like the the ten-minute long like release of All All Too Well. Wow. Jake Gyllenhaal. Is gonna cry himself to sleep. We'll that see what whole happens. album is about him. Something's going down with that. <laughs> like, if I was Jake Gyllenhaal, I'd be terrified. I would be scared. Yeesh. Absolutely scared. Yeah. Did you say favorite song ever? I don't know if I. I can't. Oh god, I can't pick one. What about the one that's uh, like uh, you dressed up as the music video for that one thing with like uh, oh like um, prom or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm making something no, up. No, 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 no. You're not making it up. I'm not going to put it on the spot. I'm literally blanking on it. You belong with me. There you go. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. I, her, like, f- her Fearless album, like, I literally, like, went to bed listening to that on, like, my little, like, teeny little iPod. Oh, yeah. I, had I would, like, plug it into my, my <laughs> dock, my dock to charge the it every angst. night. And I would turn it, I would turn it to, like, a volume, like, two. Mm-hmm. And when I was, when I was, like, yeah, like, when the album like first came out, I literally fell asleep to Love Story on repeat 
every night. You Romeo. Yeah, yeah. Something, something, and yeah. your said, yeah. stay away from Juliet. Yeah, good. Get into <laughs> it. <laughs> but I was, I, I love her. I love her fearless album. But um, hmm, I don't know. Speak like the song. Speak now. Not speak now. Um, it's on. Speak now. Which one's mean on? Is that like her first big hit? That's on. Speak now. I think. Okay. Hang on, let me look at the album real quick. Someday I'll be living in a big old city. And all you're ever going to be is mean. She was hella country. She was like trying to have that twang, and now she's like full on Well, no, she she didn't try to have it. She's from Tennessee. Well, I mean, she lost it. She like clearly took vocals. Yeah, of course she lost it. Just like. Um, Sparks Fly. That was a good one. That is a good one. Drop everything now. We're getting a free I concert really like here, the song. We? Yeah, you're doing a lot. Yeah. Um, I like. I don't know. I just feel like all of her songs on Speak Now are so good. I love Long Live. It's a good song. <gasps> oh my god! What? Did she? No, no, that was Miley Cyrus. She's in. So Taylor Swift's in the Hannah Montana film. Yes, but the movie. And then uh, she does she doesn't sing the climb or does she sing a version of it? It's it's a hey, no. It's a Montana song. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. A sings Cyrus it. original. <laughs> yeah, Hannah Montana sings it. Yeah, that song. Yeah, the Hamilton movie is Almost a Almost to an movie. unholy level. I watched um, Read It and Weep the other day because I, I don't know why. I was just in the mood to watch a yeah. decom. I just wanted something for background noise. Decoms are fire. Did you ever watch Read It and Weep? Yeah, I don't remember it. I feel like I've probably seen more decoms than you. You still haven't seen... <clears throat> you need to watch Teen Beach Movie. That's like the last good decom. The name alone kind of deters me. If you watch Teen Beach Movie, I will watch like Rocky or something. Okay. Jaws, for Christ's sake. Fourth July is coming up. Come on now. That's on you. You've oh, known me. Please. No, no. You have a tradition of watching Jaws on the Fourth of July, and you never watch it with me. Guess what's happening this year? We're watching Jaws. Okay, then doing let's it now, do playing it. for it on my channel. That's where okay. I, you know, vlog it. We're doing that. We'll watch it on like July third. Um, but that's happening. It is. All right. Um, I think we. I mean, like, I think we had a good combo. Yeah. Like, do you have anything else you want to address? Not really. I'm not. I'm not excited to wake up at 3 a.m. for Loki this week, which makes me sad. We may or may not. You want to talk? You do it. I don't want to break the news. The watch parties are really hard, guys. It's really, really, really difficult. The- First of all, that doesn't do it for me, but for Chris, it hinders his watching experience because he's always stressed about like his live stream working. And then, I don't know. It's just a lot. I feel like maybe doing like just like review videos after we watch it and then maybe going live later in the day and talking about it might be the move just because three guys 3 a.m it's just hard it's not hard to get up for it's hard to run the stream on that's the thing for me and like i love listen to me the winner the wandavision and the falcon Winter soldier ones i had a blast doing so so much they were so much fun we might finish out loki but like but the thing is what if Miss Marvel? We don't know if we're gonna. Right. I want to. I feel like I owe it to finish out Loki. I'm gonna let you know right now. Episode five. There's not gonna be a watch party. We will not be together for that episode. Chris um, is leaving me. I'll be in Cali. I and I don't want to do it because I'll be having to wake up at the crack of dawn anyway to go wait in line for Avengers Campus. So I will have a video review for episode five, but there will not be a watch party. So there would only be four and six. And I'm like, do you guys still want to see it? Um, I bet, but it's really. It's a, it's a lot. I want to finish it out, but we'll see what happens. Um, I love I love you know the community and everyone who shows up for it a yes, lot. It's so true. Um, so I feel like I want to do it for them. Honestly, that's my opinion. 
I would just really love it if the episodes didn't come out at three in the morning. <laughs> it would be a blast, right? It would yeah. be the best thing ever. But that's pretty much going to conclude this episode of the Unusual Couple Podcast. Yeah. Um, it's your channel. I know you like to do the talking at the end, so have at it. Um, we exist on the internet. You can find all of those links down below. Chris has a YouTube channel. You can go check that out. Um, you can find us on Spotify. Chris already plugged everything at the beginning of this. Again, though, definitely leave that review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out. Yeah. And follow us on like Spotify and, and subscribe over there and Apple yeah. Podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah. And I think that that's going to be about it. Yeah. I believe he says he has to pee because I have to pee. Was that from something? Forrest Gump. Oh. Jedi, from that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. Mm-hmm.